The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Had that soft cartwheel, you know, the one where you like don't go all the way over, get it to sideways. The man needs no introduction, but I'm gonna give it a shot anyway. Cedric the Entertainer is beloved for all kinds of reasons, among them for Deaf Comedy Jam, as one of the original kings of comedy, and for his current role on the CBS sitcom The Neighborhood. Cedric's breakout film, Barbershop, was set in Chicago, which is almost perfect for him. He was born and raised in St. Louis, but the city had no basketball team. So what did he do? Took a drive over to Chicago and became a fan of the Bulls during their greatest moments. That's right. He was in the United Center watching MJ himself get it done. He's also a huge fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Just when you think you knew everything about Cedric the Entertainer, he becomes the author of a fiction novel called Flipping Boxcars. I'm LaChina Robinson. Those sweet, funky sounds you hear are the Budos Band. And this is Huge Fan, the podcast where stars talk sports. Now, please welcome Cedric the Entertainer, Chicago Bulls Huge Fan. I want to start off with your history growing up in the sport of baseball. Um, like your fellow guy from St. Louis, Nelly, I know that um, you yeah. enjoyed playing the sport. Tell me a little bit about your beginnings and the Pony League. Oh, man. So, you know, I started out, of course, you know, playing Little League. And I was the pretty – I was a nice-sized kid, so I hit a lot of home runs and then when I was in Little League. And so I was kind of known. Then Pony League came, which is this – you know, it's where the, 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 the overhand pitch gets a little faster. The kids are a little bigger. And um, somebody threw an inside pitch real close to me one time, and, and it shook me from there on out. I was just – I never could, like, stay locked in when I thought somebody was targeting me with a baseball. You know so, what? That's a great point. Like, how do you recover mentally from that, right? Yeah, and I got hit in the chest, too. Like, Oof. you know, like, ooh. Like, I just remember that at the park, the ball – flew this was somebody hit it back at me boom and it just like caught me in the chest and i was like man oh my god i wasn't i wasn't quite made like to like be hurt in sports <laughs> you weren't built so for I, it yeah no so i started i went to golf <laughs> no contact sports <laughs> yeah, for you no contact everybody get away from me right it's, don't it's, touch it's me a lot of yeah it's grass yeah <laughs> well i know that well i'm sure there was a lot of pressure to get into baseball coming up in the loo right yeah i mean you know of course, we love our Cardinals there, Redbirds, big, big fans all over, all over St. Louis. And so, and then we had wonderful players back then, you know, Ozzie Smith and 
uh, Vince Coleman and mm-hmm. Willie McGee. These guys were like the guys that were really heroes and in our city. And of course, you aspired to be them. We didn't have basketball or any of those things. So baseball was our big, big thing, you know, that we wanted to be like. So for sure. And, and you know, Nelly's a great athlete. And there was a lot of, you know, uh, you know, really cool people uh, came from St. Louis playing baseball too. Now you mentioned Ozzy. Does that mean you had a backflip in your? Could you could you hit the backflip back in the day? Yeah, I, I had that soft cartwheel. You know, the one where you like don't go all the way over. That might sideways. look like a somersault sometime, depending it, it, on. It, it may look like I just spit the round. Yeah. <laughs> and I also have to ask you about another rumor. I heard you might have worn some church socks to uh, football tryouts when you were man, youngster. Is this, that why you did or did not make the team? <laughs> this was it, man. I, you know, I grew up in a single parent household. My mother, I was the baby, I was the boy. My mother, she was very protective of me, and style was more my thing than anything. So I showed up because I thought the socks made my uniform look dope. And I, there was some church socks, some like you know thin. <laughs> I had took and the coach saw them and made me the tackle dummy. Uh, and so all the linemen just I got to run in place and all the linemen just lined up and just would tackle me. And my mother was picking me up from practice and saw that and that was it. She was like, "No, nah, y'all not gonna do my baby like that." Listen, so, I had a, I had a very similar situation with my mom where you know I was always the tallest girl. I'm six four. And okay. and no matter what, I was the tallest girl. So I tried cheerleading to start, but every pyramid they built, I was on the bottom, you know, because they're not taking the tall girls to the top. So my mother came in one day and they were standing on my shoulders. She was like, uh-uh, we're not doing this. This is this is a wrap. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. <laughs> that, that, that's how she was throwing it, yep. yeah. Yeah, we do- and I would I went to I went to the theater department right after that. <laughs> Sign me up immediately. <laughs> Now, I know we'll get to uh, your Chicago Bears and, and Bulls in a moment, but you grew up with a Pittsburgh Steelers lunchbox. Was there a chance that, you know, the Steelers were going were gonna to be your team? You know what? I mean, that's still my team. You know, in Carruthersville, Missouri, just a small town where I, be, be, where I grew up with my grandmother before I moved to St. Louis, they had they used to have a steel t- steel mill there, and everybody was Steelers. So my I just that's my first you know memory of anything like really pro sports was my Pittsburgh Steelers lunchbox. I had the little bomber jacket and the Scully, but that was back <laughs> with the steel curtain and all that. So that's my team to this day. I still love the Steelers, and then you know I eventually grew you know to be a bear, steady bear. So the Bears are mine. And then the Rams, of course, I had to hold it down when they, you know, St. Louis, especially when they start winning the the greatest show on turf. And, you know, St. Louis was just in the, in the atmosphere and I was doing my thing. So the Rams is also my team. So I'm one of these people. I'm all over the place with, with, with sports. With your fandom. But you, you yeah. definitely connected, I know, to the Bulls and, and Bears traveling to, to Chicago. Fun fact, I know that, you know, the Steve Harvey show, Barbershop, you know, all these yeah. film sets are in Chicago. But w- what drew you as a Bulls fan? Well, again, you know, being in St. Louis, we didn't we didn't have a professional team. And so Chicago, Chicago for us in St. Louis is like our like L.A. to Vegas. It's our little popover trip. We can jump <laughs> on Southwest. You can be there in 30, 40 minutes uh, or drive in four hours and, and go kick it for the weekend. That was our move. And so, of course, when uh, MJ was playing and the Bulls were killing it, that was the that was the space we went to go and watch basketball. So they just became our team because it was the closest pro team to us. So I can imagine people were probably like, "Okay, are you bandwagoning?" Because MJ was there, but you were like, "Nah, actually, Chicago's just a hop over from the Lou." So you had a reason. 
Yeah, I had a reason, and it was lit, but, you know, again, <laughs> and it was one of them places, you get out of St. Louis for the weekend, if you go somewhere real quick and turn up, Chicago was the move, man, and so, and of course, going to the games made it even more exciting, so... You know, having that, you know, having that 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 kind of uh, ability to see a live sporting event, especially base basketball, we just didn't have that in our city. So that's why the Bulls are my team. Did you get to see MJ up close? Did you go to games? Do you remember oh, for sure. that oh, that environment? Oh, definitely. I mean, it was so legendary. I mean, the game, the United Center was crazy. Uh, yeah, I saw I saw several games there with MJ MJ playing. And then, you know, I kept going, too. Even when Derrick Rose was running the team, I, mm-hmm. I was there a few times. Uh, but, you know, that was, a, that was, the, that was the, the, the heyday of the Bulls right there. Yeah. I hate Jimmy Buckets left. I remember when Jimmy Butler was there. That was my other dude and when, when he was on the team. I know. Now you got to watch him in Miami, getting, getting yeah. it done in the MIA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. do, you, do you remember, like, any of the Bulls championships coinciding with moments of your career or, like, any of highlights of, of that time? Like, do you remember where you were when some of those moments happened? You know, not really. I'm not – I don't really have that kind of – like real connection to like baseball. I do remember when the Cardinals won the World Series though, and like that was '82, I believe. I was I was just in college. We had driven. We went down to school. We were maybe like a, you know, my school was 130 miles from St. Louis. And when they won, we loaded up the car and everybody drove back to St. Louis that night just to be a part of the celebration. So that's one. That's one championship I could definitely remember being like super part of. Uh, you know, and, and a couple of the Rams when you know they were the greatest show on turf. I was at those Super Bowls. That was fun. I was in the you know in the heyday of doing my Bud Light commercials, and so all that stuff all kind of went together with just you know killing it and winning. The longest field goal ever attempted is seventy six yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also seventy six yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or... Get goofy officially, step up like a boss and save the day, or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Yeah. This is game day. So how do you like to spend your game days, whether it's football, basketball? Are you in the house guy with your wings and your and your jersey on? 
or are you someone that yeah. wants to be courtside at the event taking in all the action? Yeah, I, I love to be at the events as much as possible, but it's also can be very now football. I much rather be at home chilling. I got my, you know, I'll go in my office. I set up. I'm, I keep it pretty quiet. I like to have a little snacks prepared, <laughs> a number of a number of accoutrements you can jump in and out of it. You know, sometimes sometimes it's just like some celery and crudite and and some hummus. You know, okay. But then yeah, but I love popcorn. I'm a big popcorn dude. Same. And so. So, so I got to have some popcorn ready, you know, and, and the kind you pop in the oil, like the OG style. Ooh, you like you got to I mean? take the, the yeah, you, you, you got to rub yeah, it over gotta, the fire. You, you got to do a little shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get this going. Right? Right. You need that all hot. You need to sprinkle that water in there. That's make sure right. That oil make sure it's ready. You put the kernels in. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but you know, that's, that's, that's really my energy. But if I get an opportunity to go to a game or be at a game, I much, I love that live environment when people are there and you you're around all the other fans and this lot of trash talking. I love that energy too. Yeah. I love that. So speaking of trash talking, do you have a group chat or friends that you, you know, talk trash with back and forth on the text? Yeah, so you know, a, a couple of sports, sports wise, it's mainly with my nephew who you know works with me. He, he like he like teams that usually I don't like. You know, he just one of these anti-team <laughs> yeah. persons. You know, the person that's just gonna go for the team. You be like, really, bro? That's who you rocking with, right? But he know his stats and he know he know numbers and he know players real well. So he kind of have a little more knowledge than you because he like really be up on it. One of these people that's like. Fantasy football yeah. and you know point hey, spreads so, and yeah point spread and, yeah. and, and what are you gonna give me two point get out of here nobody talking about that take this L <laughs> right here yeah, that's the old yeah, school I'll, just take yeah, this L forget all that math points. yeah I'm not doing none of that like you minus five but up four no nah, whatever <laughs> no, take this take this L yes I love that I love that so speaking of your of your Bulls um, Demar Derozan. Right, yeah. very good player. How you feeling about the upcoming season? You know, this is going to be a tough one. I mean, you know, the Bulls always have a way to be effective in their, you know, in their division. And you know, I think uh, you know, we just look, we just need them few other elements. You know, Demar's you know definitely proven to be one of the top great players in the league, and you know, he's got that dog in him, and he's like. One of those people. So we just need those other elements to be able to keep up with the Milwaukee's of the world, and you know these these guys with you know they like just little deeper benches, you know. Yes. Uh, but um, I, I I enjoy watching them play because they still very scrappy and they still show that they got a lot of heart. And so and we were moments away from being like really effective last year, I thought. So you know. I mean, very hopeful. You know how a person. You I know. know well, and, y- and y'all got bit by the injuries a little bit. Yeah. You know, Zach and you know, a couple other players. You got to you got to stay yeah. healthy. I think that's the biggest thing. But you that's you right. had the opportunity to really live in that MJ era. So is there a player now that you watch and you're just like, this guy is is real? I mean, you know, it's it's a lot of dope players in the league that I enjoy. I mean, uh, what's my my young young boy from Minnesota? I like him. Oh, uh, 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 I know you're talking about. I'm trying to think. Uh, huh? From yeah, yeah, I, Edwards, yeah, Andy Edwards, Edwards. yeah, Edwards, yeah, yep. like Edwards. I like I like him. I, I think he got a lot of heart in yep. these guys that'll like continue to mature his game and be really become very focused and just a really dominant player. Uh, you know. 
You know, I really hated to see what happened to Ja, you know, because I thought, again, he was one going to be one of the most exciting players in the league and had a lot of up potential. So hopefully, you know, you know, you know, this this is one of these growing lessons and and he'll have an opportunity to come back and, and show that he can be a, a dynamic young player and, and a great human being. So uh, those are the kind of people that I felt like the league really needs, like that kind of spirit, that bounce, that energy. And so. Uh, those are the ones that kind of like pop in mind. It's a lot of dope. There's a lot of dope guys out there that that play the game, though. I like them. I like I like uh, I like Austin Reed. Uh, what's my man Reese for uh, 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 for the Lakers? Yeah, oh, Austin, Austin. Reed, yeah. Like, yeah, he, he was. He got, he, hey, he, he plays with no fear, I like right? The, I like I like players got that dog in them, man. They just like look, and we I'm 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 underrated. I'm underlooked at. I'm underappreciated. Take these, right? But I belong here. Yeah, take these <laughs> points, take, take these, these buckets, <laughs> take these rebounds. Watch, watch when we get this steal. Yes, I love that. So what what athlete would you say is the equivalent to Cedric, like, in, in your element? Like, who would you oh, say man. when you watch him oh, in any sport, you're like, okay, if I was if I was playing football, if I was playing basketball, this would be my, wow. my jam. Wow, that's pretty that's pretty crazy. Cause I think you gotta you gotta be you know, really versatile. I think, you know, I'm looking at somebody that's got, like, longevity. Is this somebody, is it, is it the idea that they still exist or just an athlete in general? It could I'm be. I'm probably, for me, it, I'm, I'm just off the top, I'm thinking it's more Emmett Smith. Like, I'm a person that was like, you could count on me. I'm, I'm good at what I do. And you I'm just going to be steady. And I'm, get pro, it done. I'm a pro. I'm a show up, and I'm a, I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a boss about it. And, and I, you know, it don't need to be a whole lot of hoopla around it. But you know, I'm I'm that guy, guy. So I that's like what that. I, would say. I Emmett, like that. Emmett now Smith Emmett took a little guy. contact now, so let's just keep that in mind. Yeah, that's you know, me he was... too. I'm big dogging now. I'm out here big dogging now. I'm not I'm not taking it easy on folks. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. So I do have to ask you about the bad news that the Bears and Steelers lost their first game. You locked in for the start of football, or does it take you a little while to get in the groove? You know, I mean, of course, everybody was excited about this season. So it was a lot of opportunity, a lot of potential, you know, of looking at a number of the teams. And I always say, you know, the first game is usually like like anything. You, Of course, you want to win because of the bragging rights of saying you won your opening game. But, you know, really you look at these first few games to see what it is that you need to do to be ready. I'm always – I'm more November dude when it comes down to – football like when it get to november and that's now now i see who made or what so you know i i i, I definitely wanted the Steelers to win i want to see kitty pickett you know like coming to his own as as a quarterback and i know that we got a young team that needs like you know a few little spaces here and there but um you know i think the Steelers is gonna be all right and the bears the bears they 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 still need a lot more you know coaching up something that has to happen there i don't, I don't think they quite quite got it yet i like the way that you are just i mean that was spoken like a true vet like you are temperamenting the expectations you set the tone for the season hey let's not get crazy over game one it's a long season we want to peak at the right time this is giving me emmett smith vibes it really is you you, you yeah. laying it down like a vet <laughs> yeah exactly but then i you know i feel like that's one thing about the Steelers too they always so right there like you yes. know even last year, you know, we we was close to the play in, and of course, 
you know, had, you know, needed somebody else to lose. That was just a bad situation, but injuries and all that stuff as well. But we're always right there. The year before, we I think we played ourselves into the playoffs, lost in the first round. But, again, these are the kind of things that you just want to be in the game because with this with this – this football, one one or two seconds, next thing you know, you're in the Super Bowl. you out here at the big dance, and people can't even explain how it happened. And how impressive is it that Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season? Like, it's Man. just, that is incredible. You talk about the model of consistency and just culture. Like, the winning culture is crazy. Oh, man, you know, he, he's definitely one of those models when I think about, like, somebody that we, like, have a prototype as a black man, strong, let you be yourself, understand that he's about building teams, understanding that, you know, I'm I'm to be respected, and you know, and I do my job in that way. That's what Mike Tomlin just kind of represents for us, man, you know, and I always I always just appreciate that. It's the same energy in him that we're feeling from Dion right now, like this, yes. I'm a solid human being, I'm about this this what I am deal with it like yeah. that's in you know and I love seeing that the more that we have that as our imagery as the kind of men that we, we have in the world uh I think these will become great models for for these young dudes who getting on these teams and becoming pros they need that kind of mentorship not just a guy that's saying hey I'm your coach take your money and go and live your life and be crazy yeah no these these coaches these like they talk to these these young dudes and like help them become greater individuals so I, I, that's what I really love about Mike Tomlin and Prime, no doubt. And Prime, we coming. I love that. That's a great point. All right, so I want to talk about your fiction novel, Flipping Boxcars, out now. And it's inspired by your grandfather's life in Missouri three years after World War II. Tell us a little bit about your grandfather and some of the early stories that you remember. Yeah, you know, this is this is one of those things in your in your family when people tell you know you know family stories and they have lore to them, and then you start to really imagine what else happened, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, my mother and my uncles they love you know talking about their dad and my grandfather had passed long before, uh, you know, I was born. And yet I had this this connection to him, just you know, dress style. Uh, you know, he was a bootlegger. He was a businessman. He was the de facto mayor of the black side of town. So he was that person that was kind of involved. He was the T.I. of his time. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like one of these, the man, you got to give it to him, right? And yet, you know, there was this uh, desire to be greater, you know, living in, you know, like post-World War energy, but pre-civil rights. You a black man that you've seen the world. You've been outside the United States, and yet you're subjugated to this, this kind of segregation, this mm -hmm. And yet you, you, your spirit is not that. You aspire to be greater. You aspire to do more. And so, you know, he's kind of relegated to the underworld, but he had big dreams and he and he was going for it. And therefore, he gets into a lot of like crime capers and bad situations that, uh, again, he wills himself to win. And so that's what the character is all about, this idea that no matter what your circumstances if you believe and you got it, you got it. You you got to push and you will yourself to win, even even if it looks like you're all the way out the game. And that's one thing that Babe, the character, my grandfather, we we put him in situations where it looked like he is all else is is failure, and he uses his wit, his cunningness, his his creativity, and his his and his zest to just want to win to get to get the win. Wow, I love that. Just you describing yeah. it makes me want to. You're a great storyteller. I mean, I knew that about you as a comedian, but you just gave me a very vivid picture 
of of what this about is about. Yeah. So I can't wait to to check it out. But I'm curious about the process for you, like writing fiction novels. Like, how does that compare to writing stand up? You know, I mean, it's different. Of course, stand up, you're trying to like get people to really respond in a very short period of time. You're on the stage, you got to go out there and connect with this audience live. They right there with you. Uh, but when you're trying to tell a fictional story, really, you know, the idea is you got plot points, you got characters, and you can get caught up in your head. You know, oftentimes I wrote up, you know, many ideas, a lot of things about this character, and you would, you know, kind of spin yourself to, uh, you know, a part in the story where you look, you realize you're in a corner. You're like, wow. So that's really was a, a lot of the great development with Babe is that, you know, in the process of digging corners, I had to become even more creative on how I got out of these corners or back all the way out and tell a different story. And so, uh, you know, the process was one that took, you know, well over a year. But, you know, luckily we were in, not luckily, but we were in COVID and kind of locked down. And it just allows you that that space to just be creative. And so. Um, I, I really enjoy like not having to tell a joke every five minutes, but really think about the plot and who the character and what he was going through and trying to get people to connect to one, both his emotional, you know, situation at a time and the idea that we want to keep driving our main story that we have the story about him needing, uh, to get something accomplished in, in these, in these four days. And so we put the clock on it. Uh, you know, we oh, just added awesome. a lot of tension and then, you know, and, and it's a love story too. Even though the story is about my grandfather, the real book is an homage to my grandmother who actually kept the, the family strong and allowed, you know, my mother to grow and be, and be an amazing person who who birthed me and allowed me to grow. And so I, I really do the book about my grandmother and how she held us down, but I use my grandfather because he was he was a wild dude. <laughs> <laughs> wow, like this is so nuanced and so layered. I can't wait to again explore this deeper. And what I love about this is we're getting to to know Cedric in a different way, right? Like yeah. we know you as a comedian, but now we're gonna see your mind in a totally different space. Are, are there other things that you you want to do in the future to help to c continue to uncover different depths of who you are and how you think? You've covered the the fiction novel now, so what's next? Yeah, yeah. I mean, indeed. You know, of course. You know, I, I love to be able to take this and turn it into a series. Mm. Uh, you know, produce it and make it. You know, like on some Boardwalk Empire type stuff or like I love the movie Devil in a Blue Dress all of those oh, yes. things kind of really remind me of what this book feels like and so uh, but that's really where I am now like you know the opportunity to create uh, shows for other people we have we have a lot of shows under development that I do with my company A Bird and a Bear and so uh, that's really my my space right now. Of course, I'm, I'm developing this barbecue line with Anthony Anderson. Yes. Uh, so I'm outside. You know, I'm also <laughs> on some real entrepreneurial stuff. You know, we knew a lot of people building liquor brands, but we thought this was, was something more unique and more, you know, just open and, and represented our culture. The fact that we love grilling and, and people, you know, get together and we, you know, we 
throw the book, the backyard barbecue boogie, and, yes. and and everybody come through and we Smell party like and kicking with each other. Charcoal that's on us, the back. <laughs> that's so us. So we, you know, yeah. So we doing that. We got the rubs in Walmart. We we'll, we we will be doing uh you know spatulas, utensils, all those nice. kind of things. We're uh you know fuels, charcoals, but all but all these things are uh what we we're developing this brand to be all encompassing AC barbecue. Man, we not just bringing the grill. We bringing the charcoal, the lighter fluid. Yes, we got your, in, your utensils. We yeah, got, you know, the little things to hold your corn on the cob on the end. We got those, yeah, too. Yeah, you got to add those. <laughs> That's beautiful. That is, that is yeah. amazing. Well, again, for everyone, Flipping Box Cars is out. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Now... Welcome to Crunch Time. Before I let you go, Cedric, I always like to do a Crunch Time feature where basically I'm going to ask you five rapid fire questions and you got to answer them quickly. Okay? You ready? Okay. Okay. All right. The best sports movie you've ever seen? Uh, Butter Rim. Ooh, that's a good one. Greatest Bulls championship win against the Lakers, Trailblazers, Suns, Seattle, or Jazz? Uh, get the Jazz. Malone, get him out of here. Yeah, get, get yeah, Carl they, out of here. They just tough, and when Stockton Malone, you had to earn those. Yeah, those were toughies. All right, next one. Most unsung Bulls player, somebody that doesn't get enough credit. Oh, uh, cool coach. I'm with you on that one. I'm I'm with you on that one. That's a, that's a good one. All right, best Bulls jersey: the red, the black, or the white? I like the black. I like the black with the red. Yes, with the like the pinstripe red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Last but not least, one word to describe your Bulls fandom. Bulled out. <laughs> that's I'm a new one, order. <laughs> bulled, bulled out. out. <laughs> I always tell.
tell people, Cedric, we don't get the same word twice, and that is definitely an original. No one will ever. Bulled out? Nah, you got yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah bulled out, yeah. baby. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time. Again, I've always been a big fan of your work, but just getting to know a little bit more about you on the sports side and everything you're doing with this fiction novel, it's, it's awesome. So I appreciate you taking some time with us, and good luck. Indeed, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I holla. Well, that'll do it for this round of Huge Fan, the podcast where stars talk sports. I'm LaChina Robinson. Until next time, keep rooting your guts out. You can find Huge Fan on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like the show, please rate, review, and share so other Huge Fans can find us. And don't forget to follow the show or subscribe in your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. Go Budos Band! The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.